Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of Unstoppable. I am here with the love of my life who is very hesitant because he hates podcasting even though we have had people come out of the woodwork to tell us they love our chemistry on air together and yet he still doesn't like podcasting with his wife. Howdy y'all. Thank you for joining me. So we're going to talk about something not comfortable but absolutely necessary. Um, One of my dearest closest friends all of a sudden ended up in ICU completely unexpected and we take things for granted and we really need to sit back and think about things she was completely fine nothing was going on she reached out to me not long ago and next thing I know she is in ICU and um, on a ventilator and was put into a medically induced coma, taken out of it, and now she has maybe 1% chance of coming out of this. They're talking about putting her in hospice, telling the family to prepare. Um, This is a young, beautiful, amazing woman who I have considered a sister for 15 years, give or take. I was blessed to be able to have a conversation with her husband and their amazing son, who I adore. And they allowed me to video talk with her um, one last time. And the reason I'm going on about this, and I apologize for that, is that this literally happened out of nowhere and was unexpected. And it puts things into perspective. You have no idea what could happen in an hour, in a day, in a week, in a month. And, you know, it's absolutely critical that you get your affairs in order. Even the simplest things of a power of attorney or a medical power of attorney, a medical power of attorney for your child, a living will, your last will and testament, because you want to take that burden off of the ones that you do love. You want your your wishes granted. You want to have a say in your care. When you're laying there unable to talk for yourself, you want to elect to have someone that you want to have take care of you. When I went through my domestic violence with my ex-husband, he didn't know I had a medical power of attorney and he had no clue until he, I was in the ICU myself and he tried to have me moved and they told him that he couldn't move me because he didn't have a say over my care and that made things a whole lot worse, but it saved my life at the same time. So it's a really difficult discussion to have, but it's so important to get these affairs in order. What do you have to say about this? How is your friend right now? She's not doing any better. Any word from the husband? They said she has heart complications and she's off the ventilator. That's what he says. And, um, She's only doing very shallow, rapid breathing at this point. That's why it's so important. They have an amazing son. He is just so sweet and loving and he has special needs. And you know, if you're a special needs parent, that there is so much that needs to be put in place to take care of our kids when they're special needs and even when they're not. And you don't want to leave that burden on anyone else to have that put in place. You want to make sure 
especially for the child that there's not a transition where they can't handle the new routines of so many different things, plus the loss of the parent on top. So it's just really a no brainer to have your affairs put in order. I would, I would say that that is such a critical thing to do and it's better to have it done and not need it because now as she's laying there, I'm sure when she was taken in, she was thinking, what now? What about my son? What about this if something happens? Because she went from stable to life-threatening very quickly. And I don't mean for this podcast to be depressing by any means, but think of the relief you will give a loved one, even if that's possible during that period of time, by having a living will put in place. So God forbid I'm in ICU and I'm in a coma, medically induced or not, and you have my will, you are my power of attorney, you are my medical power of attorney. And there is a difference. A medical power of attorney only has that ability over you medically. A power of attorney, depending on how it's written, is a generalized power of attorney and can be specifically for one part, like financial or another. So you have to make sure you get it specific to your needs. But babe, if you, if I was in the hospital next to you and they wanted all these choices made and I have my living will and you didn't have to think about those choices. When I produce wills and living wills and uh, medical power of attorney, power of attorney over children and all of those documents that I create, I make sure to ask those tough questions now so that you don't have to think about it later. Like I go to the extent of saying, or the survivor. Right. But, but I go to the extent of saying, do you want to be on tube feeding? Do you want just, you know, IV fluids? Do you want to be in a comatose state for approximately how long? What are your wishes? What are your desires? Do you want all necessary means to bring you back? Do you want a DNR? Do you want these things? I mean, from A to Z, I make sure it's covered so that every one of your choices is listed because think about sitting there watching me go through this and then they come up to you and say, do you want us to give her nutritional, you know, supplements or do you just want us to keep her on IV fluids? How do you make that decision looking over it and then seeing me later? That's your love for you. So this, this should be, it, it, it shouldn't be a depressing podcast. It should be a hello, wake up call. Because, you know, as a husband and wife, we mostly travel together. We, we we go to the grocery store together. We go out to eat together. And, of course, our kids with us at the time. So when things happen, uh, as far as accidents happen, you know, it usually happens together. Um, and so that's, that's just more that we need to wake up and look and say, hey, I need to get my affairs in order before something happens. You know, we go out to dinner and something happens, our, our paperwork's in order, it's documented. And we have copies and we have copies to, you know, give whomever. Right, but think about the fact that, like, <clears throat> for the survivors out there, if they're going through this horrific situation and they end up in the hospital, do they want their abuser to have that power of attorney or do they want to have someone else have it? 
it could save their life. It saved mine. Right. Those uh, are different situations. Definitely than, the that's a different situation <clears throat> than you and I, because right. we've made it out. Because we're in love. Yes, we've made it out and you can find love after abuse. And we've been here to show you that. But you want to make sure you are covered and protected and not just for yourself, but for your family and the loved ones. It's so unbelievably important. And I'm not able to provide legal advice as I am not an attorney. I am a paralegal. I can prepare the documents for you at a much cheaper rate than lawyers do, but they're so imperative to have. I'm telling you, it literally saved my life. And you don't want to give doctors the ability to make you their test lab rats and say, well, you don't have a power of attorney, you know, and if you're a single mom, who's your next of kin? If it's just, if you're a single mom and the only person you have is your child, that child's under the age of 18, then the doctor's going to make a decision for you. If you have no other family, that's just something that's so scary. We need to get, you know, on the ball here and make sure that we're taking care of one another. And what a great idea it is, even for the holidays, is to say, hey, I love you so much that I want to get our affairs put in order. Let's do this for each other for the holidays. Let's make sure that we take the burden off of our loved ones because it really, really does make a difference. And all of the going close to 17 and a half years I've been doing this, I've been told so many times that the tediousness of my documents because I'm so meticulous about I am about making sure every little base is covered that you know and that's a bonus being not only paralegal but a special needs mom and with my medical background because I know for the most part everything that could possibly happen in regards to do you want to go on this kind of life support how long do you want to go in this vegetative state how long like you need to know and can call it from one day to 30 days to whatever infinity to it's your decision you can make that right and so i've had a lot of people come back and say it just honest to god made the situation better because if you get a phone call that your spouse dropped from a heart attack and you get to the hospital you're already in shock you're scared you have so much fear and anxiety then you have kids or whatever the situation is and you don't even know what to do. And then the doctors come in. And if you're not familiar with the medical lingo and jargon, you're overwhelmed and you're overpowered and you just feel helpless. And then they want you to make decisions and they don't want you to make a decision for tomorrow or the next week. They want it for that moment. They're like, all right, here we go. Here we go. Here's your choices. Let's go. And you don't even understand. And it's not because of lack of intelligence. This just isn't your wheelhouse. And you have to make decisions right then and there on what's going to happen to your loved ones. And so having that already pre-planned would take such a burden off, I think. I mean, have the discussion with your significant others or who you trust to know and see what you want to do. So I, 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 I love you with all my heart, but I have to ask, I've been, this, I think this is the prime opportunity to ask, and I'm sorry it might hurt. You spoke at the beginning of this podcast that you were lucky enough, fortunate enough to have a Zoom call with her, even though she's in a coma state. Yes. My question to you, and you probably already know, 
Did you say your goodbyes with the hope that she would come home? I hate the term goodbye. I've always hated it. I I didn't say goodbye. I reminded her how much she's loved. Um, Her son and husband were there. And again, I'm so grateful for that opportunity. Um, I spoke to her son and he remembers me um, from day one. And I talked to him and I talked to her and I just reminded her of so many of our good times and our memories and that I will forever hold her in my heart. And what really hurts me is the fact that like not even a month ago we were talking and the thing that we would always do with each other is, and I'm so guilty of this, is she would write me on Facebook and talk about how are things going? You're my warrior sister, my beautiful warrior sister. How are you doing? And I would immediately go back and say, how are you? How's my boy? And she goes, why do you always answer with a question? Like that's exactly our thing that we do. And then she had made this beautiful statement because she had always written after my amputation. And I said to her, I couldn't imagine my life without her in it. And now we're here where I'm not going to be able to have those sister conversations with her anymore. And I can't, I can't imagine, I can't imagine not having that. I mean, it's literally, I'm really trying not to get choked up. It's really, really breaking my heart because she's probably the second closest thing to a sister I've ever had. And the one that I had before her, I had since preschool and she passed away from cancer. So it's really, really tough. And she looks so beautiful and at peace, but I kept telling her not to worry about her son and that I would always, you know, be there to talk to him, make sure he's doing great. And I know she'd be there with him as well. So I guess to answer your question, no, because I know that she's still going to be around. I know she's still going to be with all of us. I just won't have her physically here. Thank you. For what? For being honest. You know, I, I, I wish that, you know, more folks would wake up and, and say, hey, yes, I need to have my funeral arrangements in place, I, but I also need, you know, my legal documentation. You know, what's going to happen to my kid? What's going to happen to my pets? You know? Like, what if you're a single mom and you don't have anything set up for your kid? What right. happens? Kids Who's going to make system? that decision? You know, is, is my eight-year-old going to pull the plug on me? You know, and they carry that burden right. the rest of their life. They're not going to let an eight-year-old. I know. Being mentored, but, but still, it's just the thought of it. And I, I looked at her laying there and tubes. And I mean, she had the pick line and she had the, you know, central line and she had the swan catheter and she had the vent and she had this and she had that. And, and all I saw was her. Like, I just only saw her right. and it it literally was like, I was telling my husband that she just reached out to me and we were supposed to chat. And then I got tied up with something really quick. And then when I reached back out to her, she had something going on with her son and said, I'll get right back to you. And then the next day I hear she's in the hospital and unable to communicate at all. And that's been where we've been and I check my phone constantly with the fear whenever I see a message that it's going to be her husband telling me she's passed and 
that is so like it makes your heart stay in your throat. It really does. It's so scary and it's so sad, especially think about the fact if your children are on disability and they're on, um, you know, they have certain insurance and they have certain requirements and, you know, you just go to the doctor and you fill out so much forms. Imagine what forms are going to be like if they're just without destination, without the um, understanding of what's going to happen, who's going to be their medical proxy, who's going to be over the decision-making rights for the child at this point. That's something that people really need to take into consideration is the fact that if you have a child with any medical conditions or a child that's been blessed not to have uh, special needs, then something happens, God forbid, who you can't just take a, a child and say, here, it's my stepchild or it's, you know, my neighbor's kid or whatever here, because you don't have any rights to make choices for them. And even though you might know that child inside and out on their medical situation, they can't legally listen to you unless you have documentation that has been provided in regards to like legal docs. And I'm really trying to keep it together, but I'm still thinking about her and I apologize to everybody for that. I am seeing it laying there. And, and it's hard to picture her outside of that moment because that's the last picture you got of her. I'll, I mean, we've had so many amazing good times and that's why you should cherish absolutely everything, especially when you have somebody who is genuinely there. Like she never asked for a thing, but we were always there. We spent hours on the phone at night when we had to watch our kids um, while they were sleeping to make sure they were good. And we would spend that time talking on the phone and just when one of us had a great day or a bad day, we'd always talk to each other about it. She was so elated when we got married. It was the sweetest thing ever. And she was always our daughter's biggest cheerleader. Like it was just the sweetest, sweetest thing. And and Faith got to talk to her yesterday as well. And it's just, you're never going to say goodbye. It's, I hate that term because goodbye is forever. And I don't like that terminology at all, but with everything going on in the world and if you have somebody who you know is genuinely there, who wants to be there just to sit there, hold your hand, lend you an ear, lend you a shoulder, then that is something that you are so lucky to have because so many people don't have that genuine person that isn't so only out to themselves that they only care about themselves and what can you do for them right now. And the people like her are so hard to come by and I want to dedicate the show to her. Um, and let her know that I will never let her memories pass. It just, it won't happen no matter what. So I really would like for, you know, everybody just to take a moment and, and think about what down points are there to getting your affairs in order. There really isn't. And I do them at a fraction of the cost. You don't have to go through me. I'm not saying that by any means, but get them done, you know, get your affairs in order. I can do them and I do them much cheaper than, going to a uh, very expensive lawyer. So you can always reach out to us. Our website is down right now because we've been having hellacious issues with the site and our servers. So we apologize intently if there's email issues because we haven't gotten any emails for weeks at a time. And that is so unprofessional. And that is not like us. My husband will tell you that I, I work, I'm a workaholic. I said that, I think that's a simple I think we're up to at least 21 hours plus a day, every day. Now, as, as in my case, I've been, it's been raining all day. It's been blah weather. I've been sitting on my butt in there in front of the TV uh, with, with the kid. We've been watching movies. 
I've taken my old man now. But this this precious woman has been working her her novels <laughs> uh, in here, creating a, another website, developing everything from scratch all by ourselves. And uh, and I'll come in and put in my two redneck cents, and, <laughs> which isn't much. But um, not that she has all the time in the world, y'all, but she will help you out on these documents, okay? These, these legal binding agreements. Um, we have a, a plethora of, of services that she provides and use. How can they reach out to us now that our website's down? They can go through Facebook and go to a contagious smile and send a message that way. They can leave us a message on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and our website is not going to be down long. No, it's not. I'm going to make it happen. It's going to, it's going to come back up soon. Yeah, and I have no background in this, and it's so funny because people told me that our old website was gorgeous, and I built that website from scratch all by myself. How long did it take you? Two and a half months, and that's with two hands. Two hands. I did that two-handed. Now, this is a totally different platform, total different, much more advanced platform we're using, and yeah, and I'm doing it one-handed. So we're coming back 2023. Bigger, badder, stronger. Sure. <laughs> but one-handed. One-handed. <clears throat> yes. So, y'all, think about your loved ones. Um, I, I guess I guess in this instance, don't be selfish and think about them and what they'll go through if you're not there to make the decision. Uh, reach out to my wife, my lovely, awesome soulmate partner. This is recorded. I know. <laughs> and you're right. I'm right about what? Everything. Woo! <laughs> mm -hmm. Now I have to go cook dinner, y'all. I will cook dinner. Uh, I have. You're ordering pizza? Negative. I'm going to get some Pop-Tarts and put them in the toaster. No, order pizza. No. Yes. <laughs> don't do the pop <clears throat> no. But trust me, you don't want to see loved one in that position. No one does, but to be in that position and also not be able to talk about their wishes. It, it, it's something that we should do for the ones that we loved. Absolutely. Yes, I agree. And I know there's there's folks out there right now uh, praying for you, praying for your friend, your sister, your sister friend. So thank y'all for tuning in. I know this is a short one. I know it's kind of depressing and I apologize for that, but these things matter and we're trying to make a difference and this can make a difference. So thanks for tuning in and listening. We hope you follow and subscribe and share our podcast because we can't do it without you. And we will talk with you soon. Bye y'all.